Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now in today's episode, I'm going to answer the question of how can total somatics help with my tight hip flexors? So it's one of those questions that, well, it's actually very, very common. I see it a lot. And that's because people have habits. They do things on a regular basis. And that's what we're going to delve into today to see how total somatics can help with your tight hip flexors. So first of all, what I'd like to start off with is to to let you know that in total somatics, if you don't realize this already, if you haven't listened to other episodes, is that we have a global approach to your health and well-being. So unlike in other disciplines where they may just focus on one area, it might be like, um, let's just loosen that tight hip flexor and then you'll be fine. I'd like you to stand back and consider your entire system. You see, in total somatics, that's the power of total somatics, is that I'm going to teach you how your brain patterns tension throughout your entire body. So what I refer to this is a full body pattern of contraction. So if we can create this full body pattern of contraction from habits, from our hobbies, such as running, cycling, you know, and the habits could be sitting at a desk for a large amount of time throughout the day. If we can create a full body pattern of contraction, then we can create a full body pattern of release also. And that's where total somatics will come in because I'm going to be teaching you how to release your hip flexors. But at times, You might go, why are you getting me to release somewhere like maybe in my shoulder? What's that got to do with my hip flexors? And that's why I encourage you to trust the process. Because when we are working with your incredible soma, we know that your type hip flexors are going to be influencing other areas. So, for example, when you have tight hip flexors, we know it's going to tighten your lower back. It's going to change the shape, the movement, the orientation of your rib cage. As a result, that's going to change your shoulders. And at times, it will change how your arm bone sits in your shoulder sockets. It's going to change the position of your head. And remember, the average head is about five kilos or 10 pounds. So because of that, that's a huge amount of weight. And if your head is being held over the midline, you know, if it's jutting forward because you've been running, you've been on a bike, or you've been doing a lot of keyboard work, We know that when your head juts forward, it's going to tighten a lot of muscles through the front of your body, not just your hip flexors. Also consider that when you have tight hip flexors, you know, from habits like, as I've mentioned, cycling, running, sitting at desks, just to name a few, the top of your leg bones change their angle too into your hip sockets. And that also changes the way that you load weight through your feet. So can you see how we're creating this full body awareness? Because as I said before, you can loosen the hip flexors and people will get temporary relief. But what will happen is, is you can soften the hip flexors, but there's rigidity elsewhere, like in your neck and your shoulders, which have 
basically recalibrated from your brain's um, you know, change in level and tension in your muscles. And quite quickly, your brain will go, mm, hang on, I don't know this movement pattern. Let's go back to our default movement and rhythm. And as a result, your pelvis, your hip flexors will all go back to the default or the habitual pattern that you've developed. And so that's why in total, total somatics, I encourage you to stand back, consider your habits, notice your posture, look at how we can start to recalibrate the way that you stand, the way that you move. And the practice is not just being on the floor or standing or in a chair, whatever option you decide to do when you pandiculate. It's how you take those total somatic movement practices and principles into your daily activities. That's where the power lies. That's when it becomes a true embodiment practice rather than it just being a mechanical exercise. And so this is why total somatics is really powerful because I'm keeping you up to date with the neuroscience, pain science, movement science. And what we want to do is start moving away from this narrow blinkered view of just staying on one area and thinking that if we work that one area, that will relieve our issues. Because I'd like you to think the next time that you, after you've listened to this podcast, next time you go for a walk, notice what moves, notice what wiggles, notice what doesn't move even. I'd like you to notice that from your, from your head to your feet, that everything is moving together. It's like an orchestra. You've got all these different systems, your arms, your hands, your head, your shoulders, they all work together and we want to bring them back together. For many people, there's been a disconnect over the years. And so you're, you can be very cerebral and very cognitive and you can know these things academically, but embodying that practice and sensing and feeling and noticing from within is where the power lies. That's where we can make long-term changes within your overall health and well-being. And so that's why if you meet, join me within the Total Somatics membership, you will see that we have workshops that are specifically about releasing hips, backs, sacroiliac issues, all these sorts of things. However, that's just one little section compared to other areas too. So there's a, a rich um, cabinet of workshops for you to learn how to release your tight hip flexors. But what I'd like you to do is from today's podcast, go away and start considering how other areas are impacted by tight hip flexors. And unless we do a full body pattern of release techniques with pandiculation and total somatic movement, we will continue to have those recurring issues and pain. So if you'd like to join me within the Total Somatics membership, if you go to totalsomatics.com and then click on the join now page, now, if the membership doors are open, you are more than welcome to join at that point. If they're currently closed, please leave your details on the um, join net or, or on the wait list, should I say. And then the next time the membership doors are open, you will be the first to be notified about you being welcome into the membership. So I only open the membership periodically, purely for the fact that I want to really focus on the members, help them to gain um, sort of traction with their health and well-being intentions and also just spend as much time in creating content and supporting them every step of the way. So I hope you can join me in the very near future. Until next time, take care. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, 
go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.